This is Relentless Ambition, episode number 11. Our journey consists of never quitting and always improving. As we continue to learn and grow, there is nowhere else to go but up. We know our dreams are scary because they are based on our potential, and our potential is limitless. This relentless ambition burns deep within us and defines who we are and our choices. It's less about successes and failures, and more about the innate passion to continuously test ourselves. Welcome to Relentless Ambition, a podcast dedicated to those who are always trying to improve and are never satisfied. I am your host, Mike Gorius. Now let's get 1% better. I'm going to show you how great I am. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Relentless Ambition. I am your host, Mike Gorius, and today we are going to talk about how you are wasting most of your week. It's estimated that 70% of Americans are unhappy with their job and look forward to the end of each day. There was actually a global poll that was conducted by Gallup, and it uncovered that out of the world's 1 billion full-time workers, only 15% of people are engaged at work, which leaves a crazy high number of 85% of people who are unhappy at their jobs. That number is staggering, and it's scary, and it's sad to think there are that many people in the world who are living a life of quiet desperation. Based on the stats I shared, there is a chance you, listening to this now, are one of those people. And if you're not, then fuck yeah, good for you, you found what you're meant to do in this life, and you're getting after it. But if you're not doing what you love every day, how can you get to that point? How can you build the life you always dreamed of by doing what you love? Well, this podcast is titled Relentless Ambition, is it not? So let's reverse engineer this and harness your ambition and get you where you want to be. Before we can dive into the solution, we need to determine the problem. If you don't know what the problem is, how can you fix it, right? By looking at my past self, people I know, people I've interviewed, people who are viewed as successful or unsuccessful, people who define themselves as happy or unhappy, I've determined there are two main problems. The good news is there's a solution to both. Problem number one, you're living for the weekend. Problem number two, you think you have to live this way and you think you're not capable of making a change. I'm going to dive into each of these problems, then help you create a solution so that if you are one of the 85% of the world's population who are unhappy at their jobs, you can make a change. So problem number one, you're living for the weekend. You're unhappy at your job. That means you're probably working at least 40, if not 50, or maybe even 80 hours a week. Now, I want to be clear in saying that the number of hours you are working is not the main part of the problem. If you're working so much that you're exhausted at the end of the day, that's obviously not good, and we'll get to that. But the main problem is why you are working. So why do you work? Why do you have a job? It's not a trick question. The answer is pretty easy. You have a job in order to live, in order to put food on the table and pay for a place to live, to pay bills, to buy clothes, etc., etc. But you also work so you can enjoy life and do what you love. Hanging out with friends, traveling, painting, golfing, whatever it may be, you work so you can afford your hobbies and spend time with the people you love, doing what you all enjoy, and creating memories. Now listen, I get it. You think working a job Monday through Friday and spending two days a week enjoying life is the only way to live because that's ultimately what you've been told. That is how you were raised. That is what society has led you to believe. You finish high school and either get a job or go to college and then get a job. Fall in line, pal, just like everybody else. What makes you so special to think you can do something different? What I just said right there, that's problem number two. That mindset to think that you're not capable of making a change and ultimately originally at least, that you were told this is the only way that you can live. What's crazy is that in a world where we all think we're so different, we're actually not, but we do have a few things in common. 
One thing we all have in common is that everyone has told, been told at least once, if not hundreds of times, no, you can't do that, or that's too difficult, you'll never succeed, it's not worth the risk. Fuck that. God, hearing that pisses me off and frustrates the hell out of me. It's examples like that of people really limiting your potential and putting you in a box. Maybe they have good intentions because they don't want to see you fail, but when did failing become such a bad thing? You know, you learn from your mistakes and I've, I've really just never understood it. Unfortunately, though, I hear it all the time. You know, stories are shared of someone telling their kid they want them to go to college instead of doing what they love, like art or sports or whatever. You know, I hear people telling other people they shouldn't try something new or take a chance. I'll never forget when I had several coworkers, family members, and friends tell me they didn't think I could run a marathon. And I'll also never forget the feeling of when I did and the few people who told me I could. Again, fuck anybody that doubts you. If you have an idea or a goal or a dream, then go chase it. You don't need to live for the weekend. You don't need to get a nine to five job unless you want to. Friendly reminder that it's almost 2023 and you can make money doing literally anything you want. The best part is that it's already been done. There's somebody else out there living your dream life. The path has already been laid. All you need to do is take the first step and follow it. The only difference between you and them is that they actually made the decision to start. My wife, lover to death, said something amazing to me one time years ago, and it's stuck with me since then, and I'll never forget it. She said, the only thing standing in the way of your dream from becoming reality is action. Let that sink in. The only thing standing in the way of your dream from becoming reality is action. There are people out there who are less capable than you, living the life you want, and the only difference is they made a choice. Now, I'm sure there will be people out there listening to this thinking, I can't do this, my situation is different, I have childhood trauma or a bad upbringing, or I'm poor or whatever, just excuse after excuse after excuse. But I'm sorry, tough love? Fuck you, your situation is not different. I mean, 8 billion people alive on this planet, 300,000 years of humans roaming the earth. Show me any person who thinks they can't do something because of the situation they're in, and I'll show you someone who came from the same background or worse, who has achieved success, or even better, who has achieved happiness. Why them and not you? Seriously, why not you? What makes them so special and so lucky? You see, the problem is your mindset and your lack of ambition. Tough to hear, but it's true. You're the only one who can take credit for where you are in life today. Every decision you have made over the last five years has led to who you are today. So if you love your job and every day is the weekend, great, good for you, you earn that. And if you don't, then it's time to start taking a long, hard look in the mirror and make a choice. You don't have to only enjoy two days a week. Like I said, there are already people who are doing what you want to do. Go and learn from them. Start. Take that first step. Accept that you're going to fail a few times, or probably a lot of times, and learn from those mistakes. Your fear of failure and your fear of others knowing that you failed is holding you back. Let's say you want to play a sport for a living. This can mean anything, going pro, coaching at any level for a school, starting your own business, whatever. But you're 25 years old or 40 or whatever the fuck age you are, it really doesn't really matter. You're told, and so you believe, you are too old to go and play that sport because there are young kids out there who have 10 times the amount of skill you already do, and it would take too long to catch up to them. By the time you do, you'll be way too old and probably break a hip or something. Well, one, that's not true. There are a lot of people who picked up a sport later in life and done exceptionally well. Two examples. Jim Morris tried out for the MLB squads at 35 years old after being a high school teacher and was signed to the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. 
Disney later made a story into a movie titled The Rookie, starring Dennis Quaid. Pretty cool. Randy Johnson didn't make it to the MLB until he was 25. Outside of sports, the ages get even higher. Stan Lee and Vera Wang didn't catch their breaks until they were 40. Ray Kroc opened up the first McDonald's at 52 years old. The point is, it's not too late. I promise that with the right amount of ambition and discipline, you can learn from other people and create a plan that will lead you to the life you want to live. Hell, you don't always have to go pro in something or be a movie star. Maybe you hate your job and you love something else. You work in fast food and you want to go to college. Or you're college educated but want to move to a completely different industry. Or maybe you don't hate your job, you just know it's not what you want to do for the next 40 years. So you can go and teach art or teach golf or help the less fortunate anytime you want. Hell, I just read a book about a woman who was a nurse for 25 years and enrolled in medical school in her late 40s. She was in her early 50s when she became a doctor. It's not too late. You're the only one who can decide if it is. You just have to decide what you want more. Do you want to wake up every day doing what you love, or do you want to work five days a week so you can afford a new BMW that will eventually just become another thing? Don't feel like you have to keep up with the Joneses. Chances are they are just as unhappy as you, and they bought that Beamer to make themselves feel better about the life they are living and that they wish they could change. It's not worth it. Like I said, it's up to you to decide if and when you're going to make a decision to start. At any point, you are one decision away from making a radical and positive change in your life. Now, depending on the decisions you've made and how far these decisions have taken you, it can be a shorter or longer road to not working the job you hate. If you're young and don't have any expenses or responsibilities, then you literally have no excuse to not start today. Every decision you make that leads you in the opposite direction of your dream will make it harder and harder to achieve that dream later in life. That's why if you are young, it's so important to start early. Hindsight's always 2020, but if I had someone telling me this when I was 18, I probably wouldn't have even gone to college. It was a waste of money, and what I learned in school has nothing to do with what I later found out as my passion. Some folks need college for their job, which I totally get. I definitely did not. Now, if you're older and you have a few more bills and responsibilities, again, this plan is not impossible, but there are a few more steps and a few more boxes to check along the way. Regardless of your age, here's my advice. Put yourself first. Whether you're an early bird or a night owl, you need to prioritize what you love and create time to do what you enjoy. You probably don't do that now, which is why you hate Monday through Friday and love the weekend. You only get to do what you love two days a week, which is why the weekend is so great. And the rest of the week is spending all your time, energy, whatever it might be, working a job to pay for the life that someone told you is the only choice you have. Go to school, get a job, enjoy your weekend, pray for early retirement, then hope you don't die or get hit by a bus too soon after before you can enjoy the remaining few years you have left on this earth. What works for me is to get up early. Most people are too tired to do anything after working 8 to 12 plus hours a day, and understandably, all they want to do is zone out in front of the TV or on their phone once they get home. But in the morning, the day is young and you have energy and you can focus on what you love. Wake up before your spouse and the kids and anyone else in the house so you're free from distractions. Personally, I get up between 4.30 and 5 a.m. every day because that's just what works for me. I then have three hours before I need to do anything else to focus on me and my goals. The best part is that this makes the rest of my day better and allows me to focus on the path I laid out for myself to accomplish my goals. You can do the same. If you can't imagine yourself getting up that early, then I challenge you to at least try. It can take as little as 18 days for something to become automatic. Imagine if you started 18 days ago. Imagine if you started a year ago. 
Imagine what your life will be like a year from now if you start tomorrow. What's your excuse for not starting? I promise there will always be a reason not to. What you need to do is find a more powerful reason that forces you to take action. But let's say you give waking up early a try and it just doesn't work. It's not how you're wired. And that's fine. Everyone succeeds in different ways. If you don't want to wake up early, then what I recommend you do is to sprinkle what you love to do in throughout the day. Whenever you have a few minutes, from turn off your day job and watch a YouTube video or read an article or a few pages from a book about the thing you want to do for a living. You then need to take what you learned during those few minutes and get creative. Have an idea that will positively impact the plan you created. A good idea can turn your entire day around, put you in an awesome mood, turn your entire year or your life around. Continue to hone your skills and build on that plan you created to get yourself out of the job you don't like. Envision yourself in this future life, and again, create and implement that plan. Don't just daydream. Do this a few times throughout the day, and you'll be excited. No matter how exhausting of a day you had, you'll be fired up, and you'll have the energy to work on yourself when you get home. You'll want to spend more time working because, again, you're working on you and your goals. It's not your day job. You said it yourself, you're not an early bird. You prefer working at night. So go do that. Don't waste time on Netflix and Instagram. You've only got 24 hours in a day. This goes a little deeper into episode 10 where I talked about emotions and putting yourself first. I recommend listening to that too as it will help you on this journey. Alright, so to recap, problem number one is that you're living for the weekend. Problem number two is you've been told this is the only way to live life and now you believe it. The solution to these problems are as follows. Realize you've been lied to and there are more ways to live life and make a living. Yes, 71% of Americans work a 9-to-5 job, but most of them hate it. That means that 29% of people make money some other way, or the government pays their bills, but you don't want to do that. Remember, you are not too old or uneducated or poor. People in worse situations than you have already done what you hope to achieve. Once you accept that you don't have to work a 9-to-5 forever, do not go and ask other 9-to-5ers for their opinion. People like them are the reason you're in this position you're in now. Go and find people that are living the life you want and network with them and learn from them. Ask how they did it. Thanks to social media, this has never been easier. Next, use what you've learned from them to build a plan that will help you create the life you want to live. Ask the people you want to be like for their thoughts on your plan. You'll actually be surprised how helpful people are when they see you're serious and not like everyone else. Lastly, take action. Take that first step. Every day you don't is another day closer to your family picking out your tombstone. Wake up early, stay up late, grind it out. Don't be afraid to put yourself first and do what needs to be done. When times get tough, surround yourself with like-minded individuals who are on a similar journey to you so you can learn from each other and push each other to keep going. Remember, you can't lose if you don't quit. Follow these steps and you'll be on your way to making a living doing what you enjoy. Whether that is another office job, being an entrepreneur, playing a sport, being an artist, helping others, the list goes on and on. That's going to be it for this episode, y'all. I hope it was helpful. I know it will actually be helpful if you implement what I've said here today. If you don't, if you just go to work and kill yourself doing that job for most of the day and then go home and zone out, well, then there's no one else to blame but yourself. Get out there, accomplish your goals. I hope you have a great week. Take that first step and get after it. Thanks for listening. I'm going to show you how great I am.